Well, so because of my shoulder, I've had lots of time to watch TV during the day, and I have a, um, I, I don't know, Nightmare Olive Garden thing I stumbled across as a result of this. Uh-huh. So, I, because I'm actually watching TV and not, like, my finally selected, just, like, these are the eight shows I want to watch, I have to watch ads now. Meaning, I am now aware that Olive Garden has, once again, like, summoned forth their, like, trickster god that creates their entree items for them, and he has a new kind of fuck you to humanity going out there, and it is this, like, limited, it's called, like, Lasagna Festival they're running or something, and it's just their shit-tier lasagna with another pasta dish just dumped on top of it. What?! I, I couldn't make it up if I tried. Like, and they push it off. It's like, you know, the Italian, like the Italian tradition of lasagna. I'm like, I don't think the Italians like bake a lasagna and then dump like an entire meal's worth of meatballs on top of said lasagna, or worse, add like a add like an extra layer of just like tortellini or some shit. Like, uh, it's like, it'd be like if you took if you made a pot if you made lasagna in like a I'll call it like a four by inch by four by inch square and then dumped a like bowl of like a uh, angel hair spaghetti on top of it with other sauce and other stuff that goes in that that's what they're pushing now. What? Wow. Um. Well, why would they add? What kind of shit are you watching? Like, like this was just normal TV, and so the best part is I'm on like tons of medication right now. The first uh -huh. time I saw it, I thought it was like a hallucination or something, and then the same ad happened like three or four times throughout the day, and I'm like, oh no, this is a real thing. <laughs> Someone sat down and said, "We're making this." <laughs> of a thing are they doing I, I i told you what they're doing i know it's just i'm trying to compliment comprehend how that works like lasagna already has a lot of pasta yeah yeah it does it, 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 it quite a bit it has layers even if, if if i if my anatomy of pasta is still accurate one might call lasagna the pasta squared of pasta yeah and then now they're just dumping more on, is it on top of it or inside it? Literally on top of it. Like, I, I think it's as lazy as, like, I, I don't know how those places make their food, but it's like, I'm going to make some real generalizations. Like, un, like, undo the vacuum sealing on lasagna, cook that. At the same time, undo, like, chicken Alfredo packaging and just make that next, and then dump that pan on top of the other one. <laughs> well, and, 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 and you know what causes this to happen, right, Alex? What causes this to happen? Food science! Hello and welcome to E3 Eve, as we may call it this week. Uh, welcome to the Wicked Awesome cast. This week is obviously our kind of pre-E3. Uh, it's our last podcast before E3. It's episode, what's it, 108, Alex? Uh, yes, 108. 108. Uh, sorry about missing last week. We will, I will explain why that did not happen. It's a pretty good reason as far as I know. But as always, uh, welcome to Something Wicked, welcome to the Wicked Awesome cast, uh, the, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. I'm Charlie, aka Mordak, and I'm joined this week by Alex, aka Mave Online. And yeah! Yeah! Let's get into free. it. 
Free E3. I'm flying high on opioids. E3 is literally around the corner the day we're recording this. Like, yeah. Uh, wait, what? Uh, you're, you're, you're riding the opioid train now? Oxycodone is opioids. <laughs> That's what was prescribed for my pain. Got it. Did you actually not know that? Well, I know you were on opioids, but like I thought you were on something different now. I didn't oh, know. Oh, I'm you on were a still... ton of stuff now. Oh boy. I didn't know you were riding the uh riding the opioid train right now. Uh yes, uh for for those who live in America, you're familiar with the opioid epidemic we have. It often starts when you have like a doctor thing happen that they give you painkillers for, and then you realize opioids are awesome. I don't personally <laughs> find it to be that way because I'm actually semi resistant to them apparently, but Oh, is that what they told you? Like, you're just kind of resistant to it? Oh, no, we'll talk about this when we get to weeks later. Like, oh, God. I, they actively don't, like, they actively have, like, a 50% efficiency on me. What? Because science? Because science. Fucking science, man. Yeah. What's good science stuff for anybody? I don't know. It fixed my shoulder, I think. All right, never mind. It's done some good. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh... Yeah, we're here. I'm, I'm, dude. I'm interested to see what uh, we've got going on for E3. Uh, there's some fun stuff. Like, I mean, little stuff is starting to get leaked out now. Little things here and there. We'll, we'll get into it, of course, when we. Uh, yeah, weeks back. So, and all that. like, in some ways, it's kind of okay. We didn't have a podcast last week because there was like very little to talk about. But then you've got this week that like the it, it's like everything's leaking now. Why is yeah. everything leaking? Yeah, no, ev- like everything is fucking just starting to come out. You got a lot of theory going out. You got some interesting 4chan posts here and there about stuff. Yeah, and so it's it's interesting to see how much of it actually does happen. But uh, I well, technically E three quote unquote starts tomorrow. Yeah, or it, even it's, it's, it, technically it starts while we're recording this podcast. Like we will, oh, yeah. like, we will be making predictions about EA while EA is their press conference is happening. So. I will go straight from this podcast to see how wrong we were. Ah, and EA is one of the ones I'm actually kind of interested in. Yeah, considering... me too. We should save this all for later. Like, yes, our, yes, our, yes. Our main topic this week is obviously going to be E3 predictions and stuff. We've The hype is real, as I think people like you say, Alex. Yes, the people people like me like to say things like the hype is real and swag, right? Is that what you're expecting me to say? Maybe huh? it's the drugs talking right now. I don't hate that as much as I used to. <laughs> it's the drugs, isn't it? Probably. The painkillers that kill my emotional pain, too. <laughs> well, that's a dark thing to say, actually. Oh, that is kind of... That should be the name of the podcast this week. The painkillers kill my emotional pain, too. E3 predictions. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Just want to get into weeks so we can get to E3 faster? Yeah, you, you sound pretty stoked. I want to hear your week. Yeah, or your so... last two weeks, rather. Yeah, so... Uh, the, uh, so... The reason we did not have a podcast last week was the podcast recording day we had kind of set up was the day after I left. Um, I was supposed to finish surgery. So I went in for Thursday of the week before this podcast goes out to have my surgery. I got there at 5, like 15 in the morning. Surgery started at like 7 a.m. I didn't regain consciousness till like 5 or 6 o'clock Saturday night. Shit. I was supposed to, and that's relatively normal, but I was also supposed to have a four-hour surgery. I had a six-hour surgery. I got a 50% bonus time, apparently. And so 
when they're doing areas like your shoulder, there's uh, some, uh, I'm not sure how common practices, I'm not going to say generally, but my hospital chose to give me what they call the block, which um, you've had a tooth pull, right, Alex? I have not, actually. Ever dealt with Novocaine before? Nope. Okay, so people have, uh, so those who've done with Novocaine, this will sound silly, but there's a thing called Novocaine that's the kind of the, I'm going to call it the more typical way to supply, but they're like, they, they give you an injection of something that like freezes, stalls, blocks, I don't know what the right word is, the nerve endings, and like you're able to feel anything in an area. And like with Novocaine, like you go to a dentist, they just inject into your gums, and it kind of it slowly fades out to drink hot water and stuff to help increase blood flow to make it go away. For surgery, they hook you up to an ultrasound machine so they can locate like the nerve ending in your shoulder and jam a needle into it to numb it. And I guess blocks typically last between like 24 and 30 hours. So like I got my block, maybe it's not quite that long. I don't know. But like the the initial plan was, hey, uh, you're going to stay at the hospital overnight kind of thing because it can't be that long. But uh, like, I don't know the exact time, but they last like enough time that hospitals that give them to you, if if it's a major enough surgery, they go, yeah, you need to stay overnight because eventually this thing is going to kick out and it doesn't like slowly kick out or go away. It like suddenly drops off and all the pain you are supposed to be feeling will come rushing to your brain. And I guess it's an exact enough science. They're like, yeah, so like three, three 30 in the morning on Friday, you're going to be in lots of pain. So you're going to stay in the hospital so we can like figure out your pain management regimen should be. So yeah. So at the hospital, pretty normal, pretty like, Reality was, like, Thursday after the surgery, I was on, like, antibiotics, a couple minor painkillers, but because I literally couldn't feel the majority of my left arm, like, actually, all of my left arm, I was on nothing. And around, like, mid, they're like, okay, so we're going to give you some low-grade um, oxycodone because we want it in your system before the freeze goes away and, like, you're first to understand what that means in pain. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Just oh, start, like, a drug regimen then and... Like they said, like three o'clock, three thirty in the morning. I'm suddenly like, I go from like, I can make a fist, but I have to like look at my hand to see if I'm making a fist, and like I, I can flick my fingers on my left hand, I won't feel it, kind of thing. To like uh-huh. being painfully aware of my arm. I have two surgery cuts in my left shoulder, and at both of those points, it feels like someone's trying to twist my arm off, and there's an explosion going off inside my arm at the same time. And like I go from like this ain't so bad to I want to die, and it's at this point we figure out that like the dosage they've gave me, which is pretty normal for most people, it's like yeah, this is like a good starter dosage. Like we'll probably give you more depending on your pain. It's like this is the base level. Like I guess if you have new laws that mean you have to start off at a base level and you work your way up. It doesn't do shit. And so they're like, like okay, we're gonna give you something. It's called like um, Direx or something against the D again. I can't remember the name of the drugs. And the description is it's like. It works instantly. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. They go, yeah, it should. It's like heroin times four. Oh, shit. And I go, oh, shit, that's awesome. They go, yes, it is. And it's why you can't, it's like, we can't you take this home, though. We have to find your pain levels now because, like, this will wear off in about four hours. We understand, like, you need it right now because the drugs are, we're going to give you more drugs, actually, in the time we've done this. So, like, when it wears off, hopefully you won't bottom out again. So... All of my Friday is spent with like, okay, have this super heroin. Here's some more oxycodone. We're going to wait four hours and see what happens. 
four hours later. Okay, we're going to give you the heroin again and more oxycodone. We gave you, we gave you five milligrams previously. Now we're going to give you 15. And 15 was the magic number, ultimately. Got it. So, god damn. Yeah, I... I spent all of my Thursday, like, in, like, heroin not-out mode, and also, like, that or, like, in pain so bad, like, ever been in so much pain, there's nothing you can do about it? Yep. Yeah, it's, like, that for hours on end kind of thing. That fucking sucks, yeah. because it's the emotional pain of feeling it over and over that fucking kills you, too. I don't give a fuck about that, oddly enough. Like, the doctors were weirdly, like surprised by that it was I'm like I, it's like i get what you're doing it doesn't change the fact that my arm feels like it's being twisted off by something that's what i care about yeah no like i know for a while like i mean the pain is pain it's there especially after a surgery but like yeah. i can imagine just the mental anguish of being in pain constantly and not being able to like make it go away also would drive me fucking nuts so i can imagine you're your pain, but you said it didn't bother you as much, like mentally. Yeah, it's just it, the actual pain. Like, this is not my first broken bone. This is not my first surgery. This is not my first like time in a hospital. It's not my first time on painkillers. Like it's, I I've been through this enough times where I'm kind of, I get how it works, and it's just the pain part that pisses me off. And it's one of those ones where we now have rules in the U.S. It's like they should have probably started me off at 15 millimeters, uh, 15 milligrams, whatever you measure drugs in just based on my size alone, but because of the uh, rules, they have to start off low dosage. And it's like, I get it, that sucks, but I get it, like, you're, you're doing your job. And the issue is, like, it's it's a scientific process. Like, it's the, I think a lot of people forget that, like, healthcare at its base is technically kind of a chemistry and biology, real-world, like, application of it, because they're trying to figure out how... The drugs in your system, which, which have known chemical compounds to them, interact with each other and interact with you. And as part of this, they're like, yeah, um, you apparently are semi-resistant to opioids. That's not a bad thing to be, but it means we have to put way more in your system for them to work. Wow. It's like, on one hand, that's bad. On the other hand, you are less likely to get addicted off of these. And like, you will go through withdrawal, but it won't be as bad as other people's withdrawals. Oh, well, I mean, that's a yeah. plus, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a weird, like, hey, by the way, you're less likely to get addicted to opioids, but since you're in pain, we have to give you so much more. No, and they figured this out because, like, the super shot they were giving this instant pain relief, like, just makes people fall asleep and, like, pass the fuck out and get super loopy. And, like, it got me up to, like, perky normal levels. And they're like, you should be passed out. And I'm like, well, I'm not. And they go... Okay, I think we know what's going on, that means. Oh, so when, so they gave you the super cocktail, they're like, oh, uh, oh. Yeah, I'm on, like, seven medications right now, technically. Other ones are, like, more boring ones where it's like, yeah, we get, we're giving you a blood thinner because that makes the uh, pain pills more efficient. And, like, everything, it's like they're all, it's, it's this weird, like, combination of things to manage the pain. But it's like, okay, we're doing this and that and this and this, this combines that way and this does that. And it's like... I'm on a nerve blocking agent. Yup, that sounds weird. It is. Yep that that <laughs> that that's uh that's medical treatment, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I had something like I said. I I think I had mentioned before in the podcast um, or in previous ones. I had my incident where I had uh damage on my finger. And yeah, you fractured my... your finger. Yeah, you mentioned that I think yeah, last time we recorded. Yeah. So um, I 
But I didn't have to take anywhere near as many meds. Like, they were just like, here, take this, uh, what is it, Vicodin. I'm like, okay. And then, uh, like, I told you, like, it, the, the, I didn't really have pain, but I could still feel, like, some of the, like, the damage in my finger. But it wasn't, like, painful. So I would tell the doctor, like, yeah, I know. He's like, no, you shouldn't feel anything. I'm like, oh, well, kind of do. He's like, ah, just take more. I'm like, what? No, not downplay your fracture yet again in two weeks in a row, but, like, I have two six-inch long incisions across my left shoulder. I know. Yeah. And, like, part of the surgery was them moving tendons and my own muscles out of the way for them and shit like that. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, like, physically uncomfortable just thinking about that. Like, oh. I know. When they explain this to me, I'm like, well, that sounds nightmarish. <laughs> well, like, I mean... At least you're all right, yeah, and you're getting better. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm just I, just thinking about it gets me a little bit like this. It was not great, no. Well, I mean, it could have been a lot worse, and at least you're better, or at least you're you're all right for the most part, other than just the shoulder. But yeah, I mean, sounds like it's finally starting to progress. Yeah, I, my shoulder is better in so many ways than it was with our last podcast, like. The only good thing, if I had the surgery to be going to, for me, was, in theory, my, so, my shoulder would be healed by now, which means it would be healed badly. Like, uh, my shoulder is already in a better place like it, than it was previously in so many ways. It just kind of still hurts. Like, But fun fact, my shoulder hurts so much more after surgery than it did when I broke it. Ah. Uh, well, yeah, because it's, it's, everything's starting to come alive. Like, the adrenaline's gone. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a numbing is what's happening. Because adrenaline will numb the shit out of you for a good while. Yeah, I mean, like, that entire day, it, this felt worse than that. But that's beyond the point. It's it's a trip. Yeah. All right, well, I, I on now, the plus side, it, it's... Go ahead. I also now have a titanium plate in my shoulder and, like, four or five, maybe three or four, at least three fairly nasty-looking titanium screws. You're bionic man now. Not bionic, just reinforced, I guess. <laughs> reinforced? good way to look at it actually <laughs> but yeah well i mean i i hope you get better soon did they give you like an estimate on how long you'll be like in a i have a... so and that's maybe the de- that's the weirdest difference like if it's healed on its own it would be like yep it has to heal i basically extended my heal time by at least a at least a week technically like i, I i'm gonna see the doctor the friday at the, the friday after e3 starts the friday after this podcast goes up kind of thing and I may get out of the sling then, but then I have, or I'll be putting a difference, and it's less constricted, less kind of um, constraining. But after that fact, I have, like, I won't technically be healed until, like, October. Wow, till October? Looks like I have, like, PT and stuff like that to do. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, but holy shit, that's a good while for... It's a fairly major thing. Like, it's the... I did not realize until I started, like, trying to move my fingers and stuff that, like, how much of certain things are linked to your shoulder? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, it's just it's every day that you don't notice it until it's actually, like, damaged or hurt or, yeah. you know, incapacitated. So yep. So uh, how bad has that transition been? Um, I had two weeks to get used to it on the previous arm. Like, it's one of those things where I still can use my fingers for stuff, and I just can't really put weight on it because that makes it uh-huh. hurt. But, like, I had two weeks of practicing shittily, so I'm a little bit more used to it. But as a result, like... I've been playing fucking, like, iPad games this week because, like, I, yeah, maybe I could try it. It's, it's more just, like, anything involving that left arm. Like, it gets sore really quickly just from, like, 
finger movement too much. Uh-huh. Which is shitty, but it happens. Like, I can sit or lie down the wrong way and it fucks up my shoulder currently. Oh, I can't, I can't imagine how trying to sleep is going. Cause... So, that's that, that's kind of the funny part of this. So, uh, I spent two days in the hospital. I spent Thursday and Friday in the hospital. I got discharged kind of halfway through Saturday when they finally got my pain stuff figured out. And I have an automated lazy boy in my house right now. Yeah, boy. An automated one, meaning this like it comes with like a control, which means that it can like tilt itself up and can like go up to like here now you can step away from it position. What? Yeah, it's dumb, but it's like it's it's I don't quite live in that thing because I'm not podcasting from it, but like I definitely sleep in it. Like eighty percent of my time is spent in that thing just because it's the most comfortable thing I own currently. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you found some way to sleep. I, I've heard of people like. Who are just hurt and they can't get any fucking sleep. Oh, I sleep in like three hour chunks. Like, let, let me explain the average evening for you. And I guess without transition to kind of what I've been up to in a less like surgery living world, like, um, one of my drugs I take at, I think it's nine, is my kind of first nighttime dosage. And I take another drug, and I take another dosage of stuff at one, uh, 1 a.m. Uh, I can typically sleep from like, Nine ten o'clock to about midnight, and then the stuff starts kicking out. So I spend an hour awake, like replace my ice bag and stuff like that. Take my medication, wait about a half hour, forty five minutes, an hour for it to kick in, kind of thing. Go back to bed, wake up at like four thirty in the morning because five a.m. is my next kind of time I can take stuff. Like I sleep in like three hour increments, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, um... if I'm lucky. It's it's a little, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's better than not being able to sleep at all. Like I, I know people who like can't go to sleep at all, or they're in and out throughout the whole time. Yeah, like, and not even three hour chunks. Like in the weirder so. reality of this too is like the stuff I'm on, specifically the oxycodone, codoin, how you pronounce it, should be making me really sleepy. But because I'm like kind of resistant to, and also trying to taper myself off of it now because I'm not a huge fan of having opioids in my system because opioids, like they yeah. should. Like, it's like they should have made me sleep way more than they did, and they didn't. That's... Yeah, like, I should have been... I, I, part of what happens to you on those is you get super sleepy to a certain extent, especially at the dosage I'm at. So uh, I should have been, like, take them, fall asleep 20 minutes later kind of thing. But the fact that I'm as functional during the day as I am, it's like, yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I was hoping things were getting cheery and, and better, but it's, it's like... Fine. Fuck, still, I... Like, Sucks, it's dude. fine, Sorry, not great, but fine. Well, at least it's on the track to healing. And... Yeah, it's it's a process, and I also don't think I can actively measure my progress with. So, like, part of the side of this silly little exercise I'm supposed to do once an hour, kind of like once every time I remember to do it, where I kind of like just lean over something and wave my left arm around like I'm casting some dumbass Harry Potter spell. And <laughs> first couple of days, I had like a range of like two or three inches in a direction I could move it. And now it's like, no, I can do, like, a two-foot circle, and I can get, like, all the way up and all the way down from, like, a natural movement. Like, it's the actual improvement is happening, but it's also, like, the biggest thing is, remember this used to be the most painful thing you'd ever done? You did it, like, six times a day? Yeah, now it's like, oh, my shoulder's stiff, and I'm going to do my stretches now quickly because it actively makes it feel better some. But that would prevent me from getting a frozen shoulder, which is a whole other nightmare you have to be careful of. <sighs> God, that's... Uh, how's the... How's, has Jen been helping out with... Uh, yeah, but she's also had to go to work, thing. so it's been me and Scrump hanging out. Oh, that's right. 
has Scrump accidentally jumped on your arm? Or um, I've been real careful not to let her do that yet, but she spends lots of time like giving me the murder eye from her uh, kind of containment area. Like, you're home and you're not <laughs> playing with me. What gives, tall human? Right. <laughs> it it wait once it realizes that you're hurt, it's gonna go ahead and try to establish being the alpha and try to detect, knock you down a peg. That's just the way the animal kingdom works. I can palm my dog still. It does not. It it's never gonna be the alpha in this relationship. <laughs> well, yeah, you have like a little pug. <laughs> like this dog is very aware of the fact that done two times has stepped in front of me while walking, and I have lifted it. M- several feet off the ground without noticing it was there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, at least you're not, you have, like, Scrump there to hang out with. What? Yeah. So when do, when is your, like, ETA back to work? Because I know you're just kind of chilling right now at, uh... Uh, this upcoming week, so the week that this podcast goes up, um, reality is my doctor doesn't want me back at work before she sees me again, which initially I was going to be like, eh, fuck it, whatever, I'll go back when I feel better, but so I was feeling really good for the last couple days, and I don't know what happened yesterday, but I woke up like 1, 2 a.m. this morning, day of this podcast recording. I'm like, well, we're back to like day two again. Fuck, I'm in pain right now. Like, I'd been tapering ah. down my meds pretty aggressively, and I'm now back on a full dosage of everything. And I'm like, well, that's a giant step backwards. Fun. <sighs> so I guess this is, this is a bad time to ask you if you want to help me move next week. I can come and look at stuff. That's about it. Like it's, <laughs> I'm not exactly useful functionality. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Ugh. Like me and Jen could watch your dogs and keep them out of the way for you. But that's about the end of our abilities. And I'll be mostly Jen. Ah, uh, they'll they'll be. But yeah, well, I I hope it. Uh, I hope the pain starts to subside and you start feeling better. Sounds like a shitty journey so far with this. You you had as soon as the accident happened, you just kind of had a shitty start with the bad hospital experience. Yeah, and that's arguably the most frustrating part of this is I've essentially kind of doubled, maybe kind of give or take a little bit, how long my um, recovery should have taken. Like, uh-huh. every doctor I've talked to since I talked to other doctors was like, yeah, you had that accident on Saturday. They should have had you in on, su- on surgery like that Sunday, if not like Saturday afternoon, if possible. Mm. Like, the, the fact that you had two weeks to kind of, quote, recover in is bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I, that's kind of how I understand it. Well, this hospital was exactly top tier to begin with anyway, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, sorry, dude. You got a dump pretty bad head right now. Yeah. I did want to ask you also, by the way, because I'm curious, um, did you, or like, do you still have the bike bag? I still have both of my bikes. They're hanging out in my backyard right now. Oh, okay. Mocking me. Yeah, it's just like, you look over and they're like, it's not so much that, it's more just they're there, and it's like, hey, sup, didn't think I'd see you here, we're motorcycles, we live in your backyard, Charlie, yeah, it's more like walking, it's more like seeing an ex you'd ever wanted to see again in your life, every single fucking day, and they're like, yup, we're still here, and you're like, man, <laughs> thought you'd have left by now, nope, still here, yep. It is well, what it is. Yeah. Are you going to end up keeping your bikes after all this is said and done? Or? I don't know. I think the answer is probably no. Like, I I think the reality was if the doctor had been like, yeah, you'll heal from this in three weeks, I might have had, I'd have at least been up for more of the conversation with my girlfriend of like, this was a slip and fall injury. But like, no, I went into major surgery and 
and missing lots of weeks of work and was in some real pain because of the surgery and X, Y, and Z extra where it's like, yeah, I'm probably going to sell them at this point. Like it's the, I, it's more of like, it's the, do I still enjoy motorcycles in concept? Yeah. Does this definitely feel like more of a selfish thing that I want to keep them and still ride them given kind of plans for future and stuff? Yeah. Like it's gone from like, this could have happened to anyone to, Hey, you won't be better till October. That's a long time. Yes, it is. Yeah. How's, uh, how's Jen feel about the, keeping the bikes and all that right now? I, it, it, it is what it is. The reality is like I spend most of my day either passed the fuck out or drugged up and selling motorcycles takes time. Yeah. And like part of it's also like, would you buy a motorcycle from a guy in a sling? Uh, <laughs> that's a very valid point. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, like I, I, I've definitely joked about the sum before, but like, no one buys a motorcycle because they're in a good state of mind. Like either it's like you're young and dumb, or you're going through something rough in your life. Like my my dad started buying a motorcycle when he had his midlife crisis and never got one because my mom was like, "Fuck no." And it totally made sense. Two kids, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I only got one because I went through a really bad breakup and I had the money at the time. And I'm like, fuck it. We're going to buy a motorcycle. Maybe we'll buy one. I wound up owning one kind of thing. Like it's the, but then you folks like, oh, who's like not going to like, oh, motorcycles are so cool. Yeah, they are. But no, why? It's like, you got to be at some real like bottom of an emotional well or like, freaking out about the fact your life is half over or some bullshit like that. Like, part of you really has to kind of want to die a little bit to pull the trigger on a motorcycle originally. Or, like, really truly believe you are invincible. Because the logic behind owning a motorcycle doesn't hold up to any scrutiny. Like, the only logic is they're kind of cool. Yeah. And, like, everyone you know, like, you buy one, like, oh, I want to buy a motorcycle now. And you're like, no, you don't. You <laughs> think you do, but you don't. No, no, let's stop these crazy thoughts. Come here. That's adorable. <laughs> you don't want to die. Ergo, you don't want a motorcycle. Like, Sound logic. Yeah, like, I'm pretty convinced it's even a real thing because, like, it, when, I, when I bought my first bike, it was from kind of a giant used motorcycle place, and you had people that looked way less scrubby than I did that were like, oh, you could totally make a big sale off that person, and not a single salesperson was interested in talking to them. And I asked, they're like, why they're like they're never gonna buy anything? And I'm like, oh right, they're happy right now. <laughs> they don't want it all to end. Got it. That makes sense, I guess. But... Yeah, it's it's very weird. Like it's the like I think you were even like, oh, buy a motorcycle. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, we like, agreed it'd be a Vespa. Yeah, maybe that's the other way to get into motorcycles. You start off with a Vespa, and then you realize Vespas suck. Yeah, and then I'm like, ah, fuck bikes. They yeah, suck. then I'm happy. Yeah. Go back to my car. <laughs> I did play some video games, though, in the week before surgery and since surgery. Uh, I posted, I've been checking out the um, various Go games for uh, kind of mobile, the Hitman Go, the uh, Tomb Raider Go, and as far as mobile games go, those are pretty cool-ass games. Really? How does, how does the Hitman Go work, for example? Uh, so both games are kind of based off the same principle. Like, uh, uh, all games, they're more puzzle games than um, anything else. Uh, Ever play those board games where, like trying to get like a car from one side of a map to another by shifting on other cars? Yeah. That's kind of this. Like it's a clockwork game where everything all your enemies behave very um predictably and you move one of one square at a time. 
So like you move one square and another character moves one square on its uh, predicted on its path at that point. So it's about kind of learning that path, maneuvering around the path, or like manipulating the path in some way to get you there. The Hitman one is very much kind of a maze, which is cool. The Tomb Raider one's kind of cool because it it feels like a Tomb Raider game because you're like a the obstacles you're going around. It's got, it's got some real kind of heavy pro, uh, puzzle solving it. That's pretty kind of interesting. It's it's neat. It's a, a both are very good games. I figured the Tomb Raider one would have a lot more puzzles and stuff because that's it does, heavily yeah. ingrained in the gameplay anyway. It does, yeah. It's it's very puzzle heavy, and the puzzles are very they they're simple to do, but like some of the puzzles are very hard to figure out. Got it. That I mean that makes sense. Yeah, they they do a fantastic job of like the solution is never obvious. You will replay a match, you, a map once or twice probably, give or take, and it's like, and then the, so. It, the Tomb Raider one's pretty straightforward. It's got like um, collectibles you can tap on, but they're not in the path. They're kind of like look out for them on the side of the screen. The Hitman one, like every single map has like hidden object, not hidden, like extra objectives. Where it's like, yeah, you can just get to the uh, you can get to the exit, but you can also get to the exit in like three moves, or, like thirteen moves. And there's also a um, like briefcase or something. Where it's like, and it's like always, it's like the, it's like get the briefcase or get to the exit in like X number of moves and. It's an added layer of difficulty because both are like way out of your way, or like, yeah, you can't cheese it the way you figured out how to do that now. Yeah, huh? I may have to check them out. They're for Android, right? Well, I'm guessing Android. They're for Android everything too, mobile, right? so I've been using them on my on my iPad actually because it's a big thing and easy to balance and stuff. Well, yeah, you also it's a bigger screen, which makes it easier for you and all that. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I will have to check those out then. It'll give me something to play when I'm waiting for my internet to get hooked up. Yeah, they're like I, I think I bought the Go collection for like five bucks off iOS. So I assume there's something similar on Android. I, I got a third one. I mean, I'm blanking on the name. It's not worth playing. The Hitman and the um, Tomb Raider ones are the two good ones. The the third one that's not worth playing is Pokemon Go. No, that's a separate one that we're gonna make fun of later. Ah, oh, so perfect. It, it has nothing to do with Pokemon Go, FYI. <laughs> like I, both of these games are made by Square Enix, I think. Oh, okay. Like these are good games. At the end, I, these would be good games on a console, let alone on an iPad kind of thing. Like the Switch, maybe. Ah, uh, they'd work their touchscreen, yeah. Well, I imagine like the Go games would be great on a Switch screen. It just makes sense. Yeah, this game, these games take very much kind of advantage of the fact they're on a touchscreen. Like, if, I'm not trying to describe them better than that. I. I did play some more Detroit, though, before I went to surgery, and I don't think that game's a good game. Really? I've heard interesting stuff about it. Like, I've heard, like, I haven't heard anything super negative. I, it's, it's very David Cagey. Well, yeah, we talked about this is, like, David Cage hard-on. Yeah, it, so, uh, uh, again, I've been playing more as Connor, uh, Kara, and I think the third one's name is Michael or something, that's how much I hate the third one, and, uh, Android M, Michael Marcus, whatever the hell his name is, has the worst story of all three. And Kara, at one point, like, I guess, spoilers, finds herself in, like, the predictable robot murder house. And then when you deal with that, like, at least in my playthrough, just straight befriends one of the robots that was actually trying to murder her previously. It's like, I'll help you. It's like, put that fucker in the ground. He just tried to kill you. But it's like, oh, no, we're fine now. And I'm like, no, we're not. Where's Press X to stab this dude in the back and leave him in an alley because he just straight betrayed you already once? 
I, I guess to use kind of the, uh, the, uh, because this game definitely wants to be about slavery and human rights and shit like that. Like, where's the button to kill this fucking Uncle Tom-ass character? Who, was, who, like, has been implicit in the mutilation and death and, like, recapturing and re-slaving of numerous awoken androids. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's... The game is pretty as hell. Connors continues to be the best character. Like, it's... Maybe that's it. Like, if it was just Connor, I wouldn't have a lot of bad things to say about the game because Connor's cool. It's the other two that are so... They're weak stories and they're bad stories and... Like, some stuff just kind of happens. Like, to go back to the just talk about, you walk up to this house, and immediately I'm like, where's the button not to go in? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, you're going in. I'm like, no, I would never go in there. That's <laughs> obviously the place the slave trappers live, hang out at. And it was! But there's a character who's walking around wearing, like, his hands are literally covered in the blue blood the androids bleed. I'm not talking, like, speckles. I'm talking, like, from his fingers up to, like, halfway up his, like, lower arm, range from, like, dark, I just murdered a fucking robot, to, like, light, this is dried robot blood blue. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, obviously, like, ripped something his heart out or something. Why are we believing him? And the guy's like, oh, we betrayed you, and I'm like, duh. The dude has literally blue arms from betraying robots. Yeah. Yeah, I I'll finish it because I got to know, but like everything that I did not like about the previous games is there, which is a shame because the whole Connor crime scene investigation stuff is cool and does work pretty well. That that story could have been standalone to fleshed out more, and it's fun. It's got some conspiracy stuff woven in, like it's got some stuff going on. It, like the other two stories do actively drag down that game. Oh, okay, yeah, because you're switching between multiple characters. Yeah. 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 That's about it for my week, though. What have you been up to? Uh, I'm getting closer and closer to my move. Um, Indeed you are. This is technically my, I think, no, no, next, uh, I was going to say this might possibly be my last podcast I record in Los Angeles, but no, that is a lie because we will be recording a post-E3 uh, just before I head out. So, yeah, um, uh, last week I went to go check out a couple of apartments and uh places and it was it was interesting like so the first place we went to we just absolutely loved like this is it like i don't know if you ever walked into a place and it's like yeah no this is it this is home yeah where i like it so uh, i did that with my and, house yeah mandy and i had that feeling walking into this apartment like yeah no this is it um and it's a nice little apartment in a nice little town in, in, near portland it's not exactly portland per se but it's uh, it's nice. It's it's in the area, so we're like, okay, well, we're really like this one. We'll make sure to fill out the application and all that jazz. They showed us the apartment, um, so that looks good. Uh, and then we're like, well, let's check out the other ones because we had some other appointments. And we went to another one, and it's like, so, so just for context, the one where we're looking at now, or the one that we like ultimately liked, was a one bedroom, one bath, uh, and it was pretty cheap. Like it's it's affordable, like That's really affordable. Yeah, like, uh, what is it? With water, sewage, and garbage, and rent, it's an even thousand a month. So not bad at all. I, no, and it's like seven hundred something square feet. It's nice and sizable. We get a nice little patio. Like it's nice. So, um, we go to check out this other place, and we go to another one, and this one's like across the street from a park. It's really pretty. 
the park anyway. But like the apartment complex was kind of seedy looking, and we're like, mm, I don't know. But goddamn, if they didn't have a tempting ass fucking offer for their place, it was a was it a two bedroom, one and a half town home for nine hundred ninety five bucks a month, and it had a washer and dryer in the unit. Like, it's crazy. Like that was like, damn, that's so good. But now I know why it's so cheap because this area looks a little shifty. Um, but ultimately, we didn't go with that one. But it got like that. That apartment was nice. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I like the structure a lot. But you know, we also like to be able to go outside and do stuff. And if the neighborhood looks a little meh, it's a little. It kind of throws it off. But um, yeah, like I said, we Mandy and I had driven up to uh, Portland. I didn't throw that little side note though. But we had left Saturday afternoon saturday evening to arrive there uh just around 10 30 in the morning for our first apartment showing appointment so we literally got off the freeway and went to go look at apartments <laughs> so uh we did all that got some food like we i i loved it it just reinforced the idea that i'm really excited about moving up there cool um so Pretty stoked about it. Went to go visit my future employers, and they're happy to see me. They kind of showed me around the office a little bit. Um, and then had some uh, dinner with some friends I have up there, and it was pretty nice. Like I said, it's just the atmosphere is totally different, which is kind of interesting, and I'm really excited about it. But I'm also, like, a little bit nervous because, like, I'm going to be moving really far away from family. So it's a little bit, like, so it, it, it's starting to settle in a little bit. At first, I was like, yeah, it's cool. And then, like, it slowly starts to sink in, but I'm still super stoked about it. I'm excited. And yeah, so I've already been scoping out internet, and apparently I can get gigabit internet in my apartment complex. Man. So. <laughs> How much will it cost you? Uh, like 80, 90 bucks a month. Man. Yeah. I don't even know if I want that much, but it's nice knowing the option is there. Allegedly, I get gigabit soon where I am, so... Oh, really? Is it Verizon? Or... Uh, no, I guess we're part of the Time Warner Cable gigabit upgrade that might happen in the near future. Oh, nice. Which means it will never happen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Not gonna lie. Gigabit internet access? Yeah. And then uh, I ended up kind of scoping out some stuff to do while I'm up there, and I guess PDX LAN is a big thing I've never heard of, but it's a thing. Yeah. So I'm going to try to go to at least a few of those uh, LAN parties, see how that goes. I haven't done like a legit huge LAN party like that before. I am curious what you're going to think of Portland overall. I look forward yeah. to those updates. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been, like I said, I've visited a few times. But yes, like, time but that, that's like saying you know what New York is like because you've visited New York. Living in yeah, New York no. and living in New York are two very hateful things. Yeah, no, totally get that. And I know over time it'll be a thing, but I... I'm so far it's looking good, but we'll see how my attitude or what my attitude is regarding the area as it gets closer or as I live there longer. But yeah, uh, the biggest thing has been just, yeah, just the Portland move and getting everything packed and all that. My moving is all sorted out in terms of the how we're moving all of our stuff. Um, so, and then apparently, uh, we're, we're debating on just not even taking our mattress and bed and all that stuff up there and just buying a new one up there. How old is your mattress? It's a couple years old. Like How old is a couple? Uh, maybe like six to eight. As someone who's bought, who bought a new mattress and moved to LA, so that's what, like my mattress is now six, seven years old. Maybe a new mattress. They, they're heavy to move and 
like a new mattress for a year is something amazing. Yeah. Well, we like I guess Mandy found this uh this interesting company there. I guess they're called Big Fig, but they make mattresses for bigger folks with bigger frames. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But apparently they're like really fucking good. They have like a twenty year warranty or some shit. So she's telling me about it. I'm like, well, realistically we could get this instead of having to move our current mattress. And so it's been a subject of deliberation, so we're probably going to finalize that pretty damn soon, but that way we can have it delivered the day we're up there kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, other than that, like, it's just, it's been scrambling. I haven't been streaming at all these last, like, two weeks, so I probably won't be streaming for the next couple of weeks until I get settled up. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. Um, and, of course, kind of plan out what we're going to do. Um, I, I, do, I will say that one of the things we're planning on doing once we get up there is renting a U-Haul truck. Like, not a U-Haul truck, but the like, little pickup truck. Yeah. And then literally just going to the Craigslist free section and getting stuff to kind of fill the apartment. You know? Smart move. Yeah. Because there's tons of weird free shit they have up there. Yep. So, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm excited, man. Uh, I will say, like, I, obviously, it's the reality that I'm moving far away, but I'm still pretty stoked about it. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's. My my weeks have been moving, and my weeks will continue to be moving at this point in time. <laughs> so, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, all other than just Battle for Azeroth getting interesting, but uh, that's just more me being excited about WoW. <laughs> Alex doing Alex things. Yep. Yeah. That's it for me. Alright. Ready for news, then? What? News? We do have yeah! news this week. It's not just us speculating about E3. We do got news. Alright. Let me... <clears throat> New stickers on. Let's do this. Yep. Sorry, let me readjust my ice onto my shoulder because it helps keep the pain at bay. All right, right off the bat this week, we got uh, PUBG is suing... Fo- uh, sorry, yeah, so- sorry, I'm a- I got the order wrong. PUBG is suing Fortnite. I saw that. Like, they're actually... Is- isn't this based off of the older lawsuit? I guess. I- so, at South Korea's PUBG Corp, the studio behind Flare Unknown's Battlegrounds, is suing Epic Games, the developer of Fortnite, for copyright infringement. Um, so, yes, we did kind of talk about this, I guess, back in January. It's when this first kind of popped up. But they're moving forward with this. This is not going to go well for them. I don't know. I Do I think they have a case? Maybe, kind of. Do I think they'll win? No. Do I think this would happen if uh, Fortnite had, had not surpassed PUBG as the most played game right now? No. I think this is sore losing. That's absolutely what it is. Yeah. This is not going to go well for them. I hate to say it, like, like they're in in their they're good games in their own right. Like, there's some stuff that PUBG offers as a flavor that doesn't compare to Fortnite and vice versa. But really, you're going to sue because you're losing in a it's a shit thing to do. They're literally burning money that they're getting from the game at this point, and it's not yeah. going to go well for them. Like, I don't, I don't see like I'm trying to think of like what's what is the word I'm looking for? So like. I mean, realistically, can can't just Epic eventually later on if like anything happens with just be like we're not licensing our engine to you anymore. I don't think so. I licensing contracts have to expire, and I suspect in video game stuff the expiring is weird. Like, I, Grand Theft Auto just got uh, the Grand Theft Auto Four just got stuck doing a patch that removed some music from the game because their uh their their the rights to use it come ahead. That contract had come up and was over, kind of thing. I don't know is the answer. I, uh, 
I have gotten the impression that like Epic was very um involved in getting their engine to work correctly with PUBG. I could imagine that relationship just kind of dies on the vine. And yeah, so when they've got shitty bugs affecting their game, Epic's like, well, tough shit. Yeah. Other people don't have this problem. Yeah, I I don't know. I think this is one of those ones where there's a concept of lawsuits you like have to have because if you don't do them, it can cause other problems. This very much feels like a lawsuit that PUBG kind of has to do whether or not like they'll win or not. I don't know. I think it's a bad move. I, I think it's... I, yeah, I think it's a fucking terrible move. Like, I totally kind of armchair game developer or whatever. I personally think the correct move for this should have been... like. I, so, let me back up a step. PUBG's officially out. It still has some bizarre issues in that game. Like that game has some like substantial jank every once in a while to it that exists that, that like to be blunt doesn't exist in most games that get that popular. Yeah, maybe it's wrong for me to say this, but part of me really thinks that when like Ten Cent came around, offered to buy him out, Player Unknown should have taken the money. Mm. Did Ten Cent approach them? They tried to buy it at one point. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. So wait, so does Ten Cent own? Ten Cent doesn't own Fortnite then. No, they don't. Um, yeah, they do. They own Epic. They own a chunk of Epic, at least. Okay, they own, they own a chunk of it, okay. Yeah, I can't see this going well, and frankly, like, not so much, like, I mean, if it's a lawsuit that needs to happen, sure, whatever, but, like, in the public eye, this lawsuit is fucking poison. It doesn't look great, guys. no, and I think it's no. one, and I think it's one of those ones where it's, like, the reason play, people play Fortnite is, A, it's free, B, it's nowhere near as intense as PUBG is. Like, PUBG, I think the best I ever heard was, it's a horror game without monsters. Yeah, that's a good description of it. As somebody who literally, like, I like each game in their own right. Like, don't get me wrong. I know, like, it's the, they're both pretty good games, and they both deserve to be as popular as they are, but, like, like the PUBG one, I looked at it and said, this will not stand the test of time because your game is kind of jank. Hmm. The Fortnite one, it's like, no, this one, like, it's the, this is a thing off of another game they're already making that's, like, going to be hugely popular, and... It's monetized better, and it's being made by people that make better video games, and it does not have the same kind of weird jank. Yeah. Would it have existed without PUBG? I don't know. I don't think so, but who knows? Well, that's the thing, though, dude. Like, how many fucking MOBAs came out when MOBAs were fucking popular as shit? Tons! Yeah, when Overwatch kicked off, how many fucking offshoots of, like, that of the Overwatch-esque style games came out. You had Not it. as many, but a ton still. A there bunch. were a lot. I mean, you some that you didn't a hear about. A bunch got announced. A lot didn't go anywhere. Like, like they were like, oh, we're doing this. Okay. And that never actually happened. Yeah, like Paladins. Uh, Hi-Res came out with Paladins for a while, and it's very much, no, we're not copying Overwatch kind of clone. I think Paladins is the only one I'd actually describe as during the whole Let's Clone Overwatch area, like them and what's it called, Battleborn, those are the two I think that after really got out there and were big. Well, there was also that one that got made by Cliffy B, and that one didn't work out too well. That wasn't the same thing. It was supposed... They said one of their direct competitors was like Overwatch. From what I, recall. I think like, they were saying that. No one saw it that way. Well, not a lot of people saw the game, period. Well, that Hey-o! too, but I, I, I... It's... I... If... <sighs> what um that game was lawbreakers was and what they claim to be doing like it's like oh we're competing with overwatch 
those are not. Yeah. It's like, no, no, you're competing with first-person shooters. No, it's like, it's a character-based shooter. Mm, maybe technically. Yeah. So, it, it's, uh, I don't know, man. This is just a, this is not looking good for PUBG overall. Like, I like them, but fuck this. When I heard this, I'm like, oh, God dang it, man. Like, just take your fucking L's. Like, you didn't get the chicken dinner this time. Fortnite got it. So, I don't know. Oh, I'm not some lawyer. I don't work for either company. I don't, like, maybe they have to kind of thing because it becomes a, like, Fortnite is killing us slowly. Well, you adapt or you fail. That's, I, oh, that's technology, man. Maybe you should have sold that giant company that offered you lots of money for it. I don't know, but yeah. I, so, I don't know. This is, uh, I, I... I like PUBG. I will defend PUBG in a lot of things. I can't find a reason to defend them for this, though. Yeah, if, yeah if, from a public perspective, it's not a great look. Uh, let's leave it at that. How about? Yeah, that's accurate. Moving on from to, moving on to another not great look. Um, you know, every time you mention I should check out Star Citizen, I say don't check out Star Citizen. Sure. So the people behind Star Citizen just announced that you can buy a ship pack, meaning you get a bunch of in-game ships for real money. For $27,000. Hold on. With three zeros after? Yes, 27000 real-world dollars. To be fair, you get 117 ships and 163 extras, but these are digital ships and digital extras for the most part. It's called the Legatus Pack. Legatus? I don't know how to pronounce that. I, and it is everything I hate about Star Citizen. As someone who's bought a couple of ships in Star Citizen, I've spent like 300 bucks on that game tops, which is too much money. $27,000 is way too much money. They're not releasing this fucking game. I they're don't think the they are. For I, I, all it's worth until they're like, oh, well, as it's not going to work. As someone who thinks that game is real cool and would love that game to come out and for a brief period of time was like, eh, maybe it will actually happen. I'm going back to this game's never actually coming out. Yeah, no, they are—they are fucking milking people right now. And I don't I think this is milking. It, but... That's the issue. Like this is, this is kind of the weirdness of that community. Like it's like the game you can play right now, the like, open unit, the persistent universe stuff, ain't half bad. Like it, it, if they kept putting out like updates that did nothing, I'd be more in the like fuck all this ratio. But the reality is, they keep putting out things that don't suck and like it's like no this is definitely going somewhere we've reached a point where maybe i kind of want to say stop fucking adding shit and just make it work and release it and then add more shit but like what that game is is pretty deep and weirdly functional to early and it's like early access state uh-huh it's bizarre like it, it's it, it's the i don't know what it's like to build an mmo from the ground up but like i get the impression this follows kind of all of those same things. Like, it's the, this is what WoW, after, like, two years in development, would have looked like, I suspect. Yeah. It's bizarre and weird, and don't spend $27,000 on fake ships. How long have they been in, uh, what is it I'm looking for? How long have they uh, been working on this game now? How, like, how long has it been in early access? I want to say four years, but let me Google that quickly. Four years? Release your fucking game. Like, that, you're... Release a fucking game. You've had four years. People won't fucking drop the money after, but come on. It's early access. Oh, hey, now you can buy this Okay, so stuff. development began in 2011. Okay. 
Uh, I'm not sure when the um first when did the thing come out? I yeah, and part of the issue is this game keeps kind of morphing every couple of years. Like I, I think the reality is if you were to go back in time and say what is Star Citizen as it currently stands, when did that development start? I think it's closer to 2013, 2014. Okay. Because this game went from being like, hey, I'm making a space video game to I'm making a fucking space MMO somewhere in its, I think it's kickstarting process or kind of somewhere along the line. Uh, it's like, it's, they have, they, they, like, uh, some of the stuff they keep adding, I believe the stuff they're kind of working on, it seems the most right now is when this game was pitched and kickstarted, there was no on foot stuff. That's now a very big part of the game. It's an awesome part of the game, but it's also uh -huh. like, hey, it's a totally new system. We have to kind of strap onto this. Okay. Like, I, again, like, it's the... I've never made an MMO before. I've never actually seen how long an MMO takes to make kind of thing, but, like, this would, like... I would compare this to if Lich King, where WoW was at at Lich King, was kind of the scope, or was the, like, where we're aiming for when WoW launched at very right off the bat. I mean, like, aerial mounts kind of that little interactive zone that's like with all the pvp and shit like that like and that's kind of the problem with star citizens they're trying to have this unbelievably done package where i think a bunch of us would be okay where it's okay like not in ship mode is coming that's cool finish the spaceship part of the game we'll deal with the fucking eve menus for a year or two as you get the like on foot stuff dealt with and then we'll upgrade to that like if that's the issue of the development they're trying to release everything cool all at once which is cool, but also it's very problematic. Got it. That makes sense, but still, like, come on. Oh, it's, it's been it's nuts. It's why I'm like, don't buy into Star Citizen, but also like Star Citizen could be one of the most important video games of all time, potentially. Uh -huh. Like the stuff they're doing with shit. Like, this is the issue. Like the tech they're doing shit with is just damn impressive, and most of it's developed by them. Like the um, the 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 procedure planets, the kind of, and I don't mean like just the I mean like the cities. And the resource and the persistence of that stuff that they're building into how they build stuff is cool. The fact that ships have, like, very in-depth damage models is pretty cool. Like, you can blow wings off almost all the ships, and that then does affect stuff. The fact that, like, your ships will fly different, not just from space and atmo, but, like, depending on what that planet's atmosphere is and space. The fact, okay. that, the fact that there's a G-Force system and different ships because of their size and stuff respond to those G4 systems differently is pretty fucking cool. The fact that, like, I can shoot a hole through someone's ship, jump out of my ship, float towards their ship, kill their captain in the seat, and then steal their ship and it's mine is a pretty ambitious system. And the fact that kind of everything I've just said is kind of all in the game right now is fucking impressive. <laughs> but also, don't spend $27,000 on fake ships. No. And that's just the ships that exist right now. You don't even get new ships. That's just the ships that are available right now. But, yeah. On <sighs> to some quick news quickly. Um, Steve accidentally revealed Just Cause 4 prior to E3. Good job, Steam. Good job, Steam. They joined a long list of people who have revealed things like GameStop on their uh, sales ad. Yep. Page, so, good job, Steam. Yep, it was an ad they put up, and I guess who knows what happened. But, yep. Just Cause 4, confirmed. Uh, but speaking of Steam, uh, Valve has said it will now allow everything on Steam, unless it's illegal or straight-up trolling. I saw that. You sound like you got something to say regarding I the matter. I don't. I just think this is a bad move. Like, I... Because, like, they took that whole, like, school shooter video game down, like, 
I want them to take shit like that down, but at the same time, like, I'm, my view is, like, sell the fucking porn games already, you jackasses. Like, stop acting like you're better than porn money. But at the same time, I'm like, but also, don't allow the school shooter games on your platform. Like, Well, see, here's the thing, though. Under that rule, the school shooting game would be kicked out I don't think it does. I think this just gives oh. them an out to be like, eh, whatever, letting anything on. No, I think it absolutely would have. Because, like, as soon as people realized that was up there, like, they, they, they're they like, no, fuck that. It's just very on the nose right now, considering the, the current climate. So I just think current... this is them being lazy and going, you know what's hard? Moderation. Well, YouTube does the same shit, where they just have, like, uh, moderation's hard. So, dumb shit happens. Yeah, but, but it's like... not an excuse. Like, it's... Oh, no. Not at all. But, like, basically, like, saying, hey, look, unless it's trolling or flat-out illegal, do it. Like, I'm okay with that. There's already long- so much shit on Steam that's bad. There's not going to be so much more. Like I, yeah, I, I don't think this is the right move. I, I get the idea of like, oh, we're gonna sell porn games now. Like I'm fine with that in theory. It's the fact that it's like, and we're letting everything on. Oh no. Well, even with the green light program, they had dumb shit on there. Yeah, but at the same time, though, still, I, I don't know. I, this is a bad move. Uh. I guess we'll agree to disagree on this one because I, I mean, as long as they're 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 actively like I think if anything, trolling requires a bit of physical moderation by somebody to deem it as trolling and such. So I think if they're if they're actively going to be taking down stuff that's considered trolling, there's a level of moderation that needs to be there, yeah, which I think is good. So the community can report it and then they can investigate it and then if it's deemed that it's you know trolling, it's gone, like the school shooter game. Yeah, like, and I guess it's one of those ones where it's like, if they had done a good job of it up to this point, I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. It just feels like they're lazy and trying to get out of doing shit. Like, this is this is the person being like, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. What if I just pull up all the grass and I have to mow it ever again? Well, this is Steam. Their customer service has always been a little bit abysmal. Yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. It's It doesn't feel like, hey, we're doing this because, like, porn games. It's like... We're doing this because we're sick of having to care about it. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm torn. I, I I think personally, as long as it's not like that they said, I'm all right with it. Yeah, I yes. I still think it's bad, but I think you're right, and we will have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. But speaking of stuff we both agree on being good, Hitman 2 has leaked. What? Uh, the, the official reveal of it anyway has. Uh, there's a trailer. It looks cool. It got confirmed. But yeah, Hitman 2 is a coming back. It is unclear at this point if it'll be a whole new game I have to buy or just a second season I buy for my existing Hitman game, either which I'd be cool with. But yeah, Hitman 2 is happening. Much excite. Much excite. <laughs> I'm curious to see what uh what kind of fun stuff uh, they're going to have. I've been watching a lot of Hitman stuff lately because uh, my YouTube is like, oh, you watch that gaming video have some Hitman highlights. And I'm like, I will take some Hitman highlights because my arm is busted and I can't play Hitman. So I, I this happened. I'm like, fucking yes! I personally hope it's another kind of episodic season where I get, to bu- I get them doled out in kind of small increments over time because I thought that was a super cool system for Hitman 1. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would love it like three seasons from now. Like, and we're making new Hitman again. I'm like, cool. I got three seasons of old Hitman. Cool. Yeah. Indeed. Um, speaking of leaks, though, uh, I guess if uh, someone on the PlayStation Store found that there's a new listing for a new Assassin's Creed, 
It's listed as Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You play a Spartan in this one. Oh, like, this is Sparta! <laughs> yeah. Is that what they advertised they had to kick? Makes sense, yeah. Have they advertised this already? I saw a little video of, like, them kicking someone. Off oh, I don't know. But yeah, the game description leaked on PS4. Nothing I've seen said they've officially confirmed this, but, like, Ubisoft press conference is three days away, so if I was them, I'd probably wait till then. Yep. Uh... I don't know what they're gonna do to kind of revitalize. I'm, I'm, I'm People kind of over. People like the Egypt one that just happened a lot. I think they did some other stuff recently that was kind of like bigger than just their normal Assassin's Creedness. No, that's what I'm saying. The, Assa- the the Egypt one is kind of is an Assassin's Creed game in kind of name alone. It it, it really it's more of a Far Cry game in some ways. Ah, okay. Well, like to the point where maybe I'd say maybe stop calling these games. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm blanking on the name now. Uh, Assassin games because, like, what is an Assassin's Creed game at this point? I don't think it's this game anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Um. Yeah, because like Assassin's Creed Origin was more about um, like you being a hero in Egypt than the Assassin's Creed Order or anything like that, really. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that, storyline wise, that makes sense, but I don't know. I mean. I think Assassin's Creed kind of reached the point with their, with their franchise. It's like there's only so much they can do. I don't, I don't know what else they're gonna really do. Maybe I mean, it's grand- time to end it then, like other franchises do, or like give it some time, like God of War did. I, I don't know. Do you think it's time for it to kind of take some time? I thought after three, it was time for them to go away. Ah, like I, I think uh, Assassin's Creed Three is a bad Assassin's Creed game. Um. Then you've got Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which kind of starts this trend of, is this even actually an Assassin's Creed game? And that's the most Assassin's Creed of, is this actually an Assassin's Creed game? Like, if that game had just been a pirate game, using kind of Assassin's Creed combat and maneuvers and kind of that open-worldness, I think that game may have been better. And honestly, like, that's the game where they start being like, eh, let's not focus on this shit quite so much, because Deadsman's dead. Like, and then... Four was Unity, which was very Assassin's Creedy, and people had some like, but it also people were kind of got that's where the backlash started. And then, um, what was it? Unity, the London Gang Simulator. Again, like that was Assassin's Creedy, but also it could have been like this could just be like rising in gang power in like gang London, and it might have been fine. But also, like I would go so far as to say between four, which is Black Flag. The first really good one that was like, okay, this is fucking amazing, was um, Origins, which is the new one that just came out, which was the Egypt one. That was kind of more about like Egypt and being a badass in Egypt than Assassin's Creed, because it's the founding of the Assassins, but also like not the most centralized part of that game is the Assassins. Like I think the I, I think Assassin's Creed should end. Yeah, I mean, I would think even like you said earlier, give them that break like God of War did. Because now everyone fucking loves God of War. Well, and so they, they did a mini break. They, like, they, they took two years off, and that's how you got um, Origins. Like, but part of me wonders if you just went to, like, straight historical tourism kind of games and didn't have, like, part of my shit with Assassin's Creed is I fucking hate the kind of, like, animus Templar versus Assassin backdrop stuff or the backplot that goes on in these. Like, it's such a bad story at this point. It distracts from kind of the ongoing story of the actual games to the point where I'm like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I just want to play a cool video game. And 
this looks like a cool video game, but I don't want to hear a bunch of people talk about, oh, this god that hasn't shown up in, like, five games, and fucking Desmond, and, like, oh, it's fake Ubisoft, but we're evil. <laughs> like, in 4, every time you logged out of the Animus to, like, walk around and do, like, things, I, like, I audibly would go, oh, no, not again. Just let me be a pirate, goddammit. Yeah, I don't know. I... Yep. I, I don't know what else to say about Assassin's Creed, to be honest. Yep. I'm like, I, I've been over it for a while. And I think it's I get them for free, which is a funny thing. But I'm like, eh, I'm kind of over them. Don't play them. And I have no desire to play them. Yep. But hey, if you're an Assassin's Creed fan out there, congrats. Now you're a Spartan. Yep. <laughs> There's a chance that may have been revealed by the time this podcast goes up, Ethan. I don't know. But this is true. But moving on from that to Pokemon, to the Pokemon Switch game, also known as Pokemon or... Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Those are two different yep. games. Let's go Poke. Let's go put yeah Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Um, based on the trailer, I thought this was gonna be a Switch-based version of Pokemon Go. Based on a lot of research I've done, it appears to be a kind of remake of Pokemon Yellow, meaning your Pokemon fucking follows you around like an idiot outside of its ball, where people should store those fuckers because they're monsters and dangerous. Yeah, with throwing mechanics yeah that's not gonna go well uh my girlfriend's first reaction upon seeing the trailer was so many tvs are going to get broken oh yeah 100 percent fucking agree on that one that is not gonna go well this is like we bowling but we brought it back and now we're catching pokemon fuck your tv go catch more pokemon so also i don't know if you saw your research but what i've heard is this is gonna interact somehow with pokemon go on your phone no uh maybe it will i guess it, i get it yeah, so the description's kind of bizarre. Okay, it, will, it will connect to the real Pokemon game we're getting in the near future and Pokemon Go, so fuck it, why not? Yeah. Um, I did notice one thing they talked about is when you walk around the game, there's no random encounters anymore. Oh, yeah, it's just um NPC fights now. Yeah. So you have to, like, walk up to the Pokemon or whatever to, uh, what do you call it, to get a... the word I'm looking for? Battle. Yeah, that's what it is. And I don't think in the trailer they actually ever show battle happening, so... No, they don't. That's right. They show moves, I guess, but I... Yeah, like... That's not overly critical, but, like, if you ever wanted Pokemon Go to come to a, con uh, to come to a console, here you go. Have fun, guys. Yeah, if you can even call this fun. Are you gonna pick it up? No, I... I want the Pokemon game that will come to the Switch, the real one, because that could be cool, but I... I'm not going to lie, like, I've, I've skipped the last couple ones because I just don't think I like Pokemon games as much as I used to. I I don't know. I I definitely won't get this shit unless it, like, does something really fucking cool. I have no reason to get this shit. Huh. Like, my girlfriend, who's the last Pokemon Go player I actively know of, not that there aren't more out there, she's the one I actually interact with any frequency, like, has kind of stopped playing the game some, too. Like, and, like the fact that she's even waning off that means, like, who is this game even for? Nintendo fanboys who will buy it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's definitely one of the only thing I can think of, is, and they will buy it in droves. Probably. Well, speaking of people buying things in droves, uh, in typical Bethesda uh, fashion, I guess they kind of have a trolley game announcement, which is Fallout seventy six. They had like what's a twenty four hour long live stream of nothing. Wait, what? Did you miss this? Like they were streaming a please stand by thing on their um. Twitch panel for like I think it was twenty four hours, maybe it was only twelve, but like it ended with um Fallout seventy six being revealed. It's gonna be an online oh. survival RPG. 
Yes, that's right. Yeah. Was it 24 hours? That's fucking I don't know how them. long it was. It was a few hours. I remember people posting about it. I didn't know it was 24 hours, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing about that. There's a giant freaking pit bore, whatever you call it, uh, up in LA because it's, you know, obviously E3, so. But yeah, no, I heard about this. This is interesting. I, I've already, like, a lot of my friends are big uh, Fallout fans, so I'm seeing all the weird fan theories start to pop up already about it and all that nonsense, but I did see a little dumb parody one uh, of what's going on, but uh, it's obviously a parody of it, but I guess the theory for the Fallout shelter was, or the fault, is you go in, you get beat up and captured, uh, your captives force you to sit down in front of a computer and play a game. Uh, once you sit down in front of the game, you wake up uh, riding up a, a, a cart, and you're going to get beheaded, and a dragon shows up. Elder Scrolls, inside Fallout, God damn it, you did it again. Yeah, that's that's the only one thing I've heard about it as far as a joke goes. Yeah, I the comparison I've heard um, you know the game Rust? Uh yeah. Rust didn't do too well, did it? It did really well. Did it? Okay. Oh no no yeah. Rust is the one that was early access where you'd like kinda live in a in this, you start off with like a cave and you have to build your way up and build structures, right? Sorta, of, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh the general consensus on this new Fallout seventy six seems that's gonna be kind of similar to Rust, probably using Fallout Universe. I like. I think this is like a natural progression after the crafting mechanics of Four, and like I think that game had a hardcore mode where it was a survival game at that point. I don't know. I after Four, I think I swore off Far Cry, uh, not Far Cry, I'm Fallout games. So I don't particularly care on this one. Are you ever a big Fallout fan? Um, I've tried to play a little bit of it, but I'm I'm like meh about it to be honest. Like. I would definitely be hearing about it from my friends and all that, so I'll get my updates from them about it. But yeah, I mean, now that it's online survival, maybe I'm a little intrigued. Yeah, I, I the biggest reaction I have to this game is a lot of people keep saying, so when are they going to announce the next Elder Scrolls game? And I stand on the topic of, they're not, Elder Scrolls Online is killing it. They're never making a standalone game ever again. And when I said that, kind of in my head, I'm like, so when does Fallout go online? And here you go. Huh. That's true. Yeah, it makes sense. They wouldn't need to release another Elder Scrolls game, considering like the, the online one is doing really. They well. They keep adding expansions that are the size of Elder Scrolls games. Like it's it's impressive. Huh. Yeah, I don't know on this one. I I assume we'll hear more in the next couple of days. Yeah, but hey, for Fallout fans, I'm actually pretty excited for you because I've met a lot of Fallout fans who are really passionate about the uh, the franchise. So were they Fallout fans or were they Fallout fans that jumped on the bandwagon at three? Um, a lot of them I've ever played the original Fallout, the ones that were like, you build your character up kind of thing, and it's very like, I think it was on Nintendo or nope. something. No. What was the early one? It was a long time ago. It was yeah. PC. Like, I... Was it PC? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it that's was. That's how fucking oh. old they are. Yeah, that's right. That's right, because I bought Fallout from COG at one point. It was a sale thing, so I got it. But yeah. So. Yeah, anyone who says they're a Fallout fan, they start playing at three, go fuck yourself a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, everybody who's a fat, like fan of like Fallout that I know is usually pretty like like they, they, they is a devote fan base. I guess maybe not go fuck yourself, but I, as someone who was a fan from kind of the early on Fallout's, I really hated four because like it didn't fuck the Fallout games anymore. Three was a nice revigoration of it. Like um, New Vegas was the best of the kind of modern Fallout's for a variety of reasons, and uh. four killed my love of the franchise. Oh, four killed it for you. Four killed it. Like I, 
I loved three. I loved New Vegas. Four made me go, okay, yeah, I don't like Fallout anymore. Got it. Moving on from that, another quick one. Um, it has been announced that uh, Blizzard is working on some Diablo game. No more details than that. Yep, and we won't hear shit about it until uh, BlizzCon. Yep. If that's what's happening, we won't hear anything for now. It's not clear what this is. This was found out because a job listing went up for working on a Diablo project at Blizzard. So there you go. Yeah, they've they, they've that's been flying around for a little while now. They they've had several positions open up for a mysterious project. And considering how long Diablo Two's been out, uh, or sorry, Diablo Three, I wouldn't be surprised if it's either a huge expansion or just a whole new Diablo game. Like that's the only thing I can think of. I, I can't see them trying to release something like an older Diablo remake or something like that. Like, which is by the way, oddly enough, still being supported. Like even Diablo Two just had a ladder reset. I think not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting that they they're still kind of doing stuff for the legacy game, so to speak. But um, yeah, I I don't know. What are your thoughts on? Would you prefer it to be an expansion or just a flat out new game? Um. I honestly don't care at this point because I, I'm i never going to play Diablo on the PC because I like the way the console version of it plays too much. So I stopped playing it after a chunk of time. Like, if, if the Necromancer thing had come out... Like I, I own the Necromancer expansion for PS4 and played, like, an hour of it and then went, like, okay, whatever, I'm done with this game still. I, I never got into ongoing play of that game. And I guess that means I probably fall in the category of, nah, fuck it, burn it to the ground. New game. Mm. Hard reset. Yeah. Maybe add the console controls to the PC version because the console controls are bitching. So what if, if they, if, let's, let's say they release a new one. If they add the option to play the game with a controller, like you normally would with like, you know, on Steam, you can plug it in and it'll read it and all that stuff. Yep. Would you be down to do it on PC if you got the controller? Oh, yeah, no. My, my disdain for the PC version is I don't like the kind of, I don't like games that require you to click that goddamn much in a game. And the console version of it is a beautiful, like, inspired a variety of other adjectives that are positive way of transferring the way Diablo plays to a controller. So you're not stuck mashing buttons. Like, it's it's really good. It's, it's a hold X and hold the direction, and you do your stuff. And I'm like, man, this is so much better than the PC. You can do that in the PC version. On a controller? No, just with a keyboard and mouse. If you hold shift and aim at the direction, like when you press the button, it does that. Yeah. You don't I, have to keep clicking it over and over. I want a controller. Oh, you, what, you just prefer it on a controller. I, I generally prefer controllers to uh, mouse and keyboard at most of the time. Ah. Uh, like for okay. anything but first-person shooters, I find mouse and keyboard are terrible controls for them. Moving on from that, though, we got some big last-minute Destiny news right before E3, and we have a new name for the expansion. It's called The Forsaken. And it's going to be fucking Taken King 2. They're going to fix Destiny 2. Like, they announced you can have shotguns in all your three spots, which means, yeah, I fucking pre-ordered this shit because it's cheap. <laughs> what they said is they're fixing a bunch of stuff I had personal gripes with. So, yeah, fuck it, I'll go in. This is their last shot for me. But they're adding bows because fuck it, why not? There's got to be nine new supers in the game because fuck it, why not? Yeah, did you see the fucking the Voidwalkers anime style fucking teleporting? It's pretty shit? cool. Like again, like the supers in that game have always been cool. Yeah, that's true. I just there was just a lot of gameplay stuff that really kind of just killed me as far as yeah. it goes. But yeah, no, this it's weird because the announcement almost feels like, hey, 
we're turning Destiny 2 into Destiny 1. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> we're bringing back randomization. Sweet. Did you also see they're releasing a, a new 4v4 uh, mode called Gambit? Yeah, that looks pretty cool in all honesty. I like the idea that like you basically have two teams competing to kill a bunch of PvE enemies, and then you can go over and sabotage the other team and yeah, like I, that, which is I always want competitive raids or something like that too, where it was like a time trial or something. Yeah, this actually, although this does sound a little bit similar to what Blizzard is doing with Battle for Azeroth, because they're doing a island, uh, island expedition raid. Yeah, and you can it's the same idea. You kill enemies, gather resources, um, and then also you can go sabotage the enemy player kind of thing. But yeah, no, this is this is. I gotta say, I was watching some of it, because I'm already really kind of teed off by the whole Destiny 2 thing. Yep. But, like, I'm like, okay, this is this is looking a little bit better. Um, I don't know how I feel about the annual pass. You already have I wanted, I You have no right to complain, because you already technically have one. Uh, do I? You're a WoW any? player. This is exactly how WoW works. Okay. Well, yeah, because they're doing, like, a subscription thing, right? Yeah. And how much is it now? I think it's, like, 30 bucks, but there's different tiers to it. Okay. Yeah, the reality is they're doing what Destiny always needed to have done to it, which is, okay, yeah, you'll get the new, you'll get base Destiny two fixed every couple months, kind of thing. Like you'll we'll do the seasons, but each season then kicks off some new stuff. This is how MMOs work. Yeah, but like you know what you're buying into with like Wow for subscription. Do you? yeah, but you're not buying a subscription. You're just buying the kind of pre. You're buying the new stuff. You're basically buying oh, the DLC. Actually, let me take that back. Let me let me rewind that really quick. Wow announces kind of the idea of what raids will be involved in so that you're paying for the service. That's what it is. That's that, that, and, and upkeep and this and that. But so like, this is essentially if Wow had a hey, you can level up a character, but you can't go in any dungeons or raids or PvP kind of mode but you can have a character still. That's what this is, essentially. Which I'm not 100% You're already cool. doing it. Like, I- I'm sorry. The fact that you think this is in any way different than a subscription to World of Warcraft is co- it's completely wrong. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah, but they've always marketed this as you buy it, you buy the you know that DLC, you're good. Now you're having to subscribe on top of buying the No, no, the, the annual pass gets you the stuff. So wait, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify here. So... Destiny 2's expansion comes out. Yeah. If I buy Destiny 2's expansion and I don't get the annual pass, I don't have shit afterwards? Basically. Like, I might... That's... I'm not cool with that. I'm sorry. If you, if I buy Burning Crusade but don't buy more time on the game, do I get to play the game still? Well, you see the thing, though. Your difference, you're buying for the time. Like, you're not... You're. I'm you're sorry. Already... I just paid money for the expansion for World of Warcraft. Yeah, but World of Warcraft has... Be- Already from the very beginning, so I'm buying the expansion and I'm buying time, which is exactly what this is. Except in this case, you're buying the expansion and then you're buying other expansions that come later on. It's the same thing. Yeah, but on here they were saying that the annual pass stuff is optional. It is. Yeah. See, that's the difference with World of Warcraft. When you buy their stuff, nothing is optional. Everyone gets it. Unless you stop paying money for it. Like, again, yeah, this well, is 34 bucks versus how much do you pay a month for World of Warcraft? Uh, how much would you say it was? 34 bucks. Oh, yeah, $12.99 a month. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you don't like it, but this is the this is an MMO model. But see, this is how MMOs yeah, yeah. work. This is essentially yeah. 
This is a free-to-play I... game now with, like, member mode on it or something. Yeah, but the difference is this game started itself as you buy it, you get your stuff. This is If they want to switch to a complete subscription model, I get that. But Which like, is kind of what they're doing. Destiny originally was. That's the part that irks me. It shouldn't. Like now, it, this, how so? I, I'm sorry. Well, I, like, you don't have to pay time to play Destiny. You have to pay money to get new stuff in Destiny, which you have to do in other games too. Like, I, I'm sorry, but this is how video games work at this point. You pay money for new stuff most of the time. Unless well, yeah, free, no, like, I get like, that. You're only getting new stuff for what you're playing. You still can play Destiny 2 if you don't buy the annual pass. Yeah, that's that. I think that's what it might be. Is like if you're going to compare it to WoW, those are two different games. Not really. Like, you're. Not... It, it, it's better than WoW technically by that measure. Uh, uh, yes, because I can play Destiny 2 forever without paying more money for it. If I want new stuff, I have to pay money for it. Well, that's the thing. You're paying for additional... D There's a difference between DLC and subscription to actually play the game. Those are two separate things. But I it's think still the... money you're paying in the ongoing sense. Yes, I get that. And they're about like... the same when you add the numbers up. In fact, less in one case. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little jaded because of what Destiny's been doing the last couple of things, and I'm hesitant. That to... is a completely fair stance to take, but anyone saying, like... People like me have said, we want the fucking MMO structure... This is maybe how you do MMO structure in a more kind of not MMO style game. Like, sorry, but this is exactly what people like me wanted. Oh, I, I'm still hesitant only because like Destiny Two so far has been very like I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a little jaded by the way they've come out with it now. Like, hey, we promise things will be better, but just give us more money and we'll be definitely better. It's just a little bit of is what I'm like. Mm about it's part of the reason i was so mad at the, the old republic is, is the same idea like they have the like what is it um what is it i'm looking for uh the old republic has a really shitty model for their uh for their content if you do free to play versus the actual subscription so you pretty much are stuck playing the subscription and i feel like this is similar in that sense no because you can play the game but it's just like, you're missing out on some stuff. It's the and same I with that. WoW. You don't have to buy the expansions. You do because it opens new stuff for you. I, like, I, I'm like. i sorry, but everything you're saying is, yeah, that's exactly how this works. Or that's it's like, you're not paying for it. Like, the game is still there. You can still play the game. You can still play PvP. They've taken nothing away from you. They're just now charging you money for new stuff, which is what every game of this type does. Wouldn't surprise me if they do take shit away from you, though. Look, look what happened with... um. What was it? Uh, some, was it the Osiris thing? They took away fucking strike people. Um, they have a bad habit of locking stuff away. Yeah, that, that's that's something they. Could, but at the same time, that the new level cap is X. The only strikes at X, like that, that's something they do badly every single time. They frequently have situations where, when they add a piece of DLC, you lose access to like certain high end activities. But again, the argument might be made. The highest end activities in WoW are linked to whatever expansion you're on at that point. They, you can still go back and do all of the uh, old, like. So in Destiny One, when um the kind of the Taken King, the the Forsaken equivalent came out, we had a couple rounds where like um the Crota's End and um the Reef one who's playing uh, the House of Wolves stuff. It'd be like, okay, yeah, if you never bought these, I think the Nightfall and the Heroic Strikes were gone because it was like these are the high end game things. We have not taken any of these strikes away. 
Just these certain activities aimed at Endgame are now based on the DLC, which you cannot tell me other games don't do. WoW absolutely starts going, okay, our dailies are now based around Endgame, which is the expansion. No, because the dailies from the older expansions are still They don't there. matter at that if if okay, no, if they take them away, that they still, don't in WoW. That stuff still exists. It still absolutely. It does in I, Destiny it, too. But you were just saying that no, no, it takes the, it away. A, a, the game mode, the heroic stuff, the, the the harder version of things doesn't exist anymore because it's, it's a kind of it's part of the subscription at that point. It's it's it is a mode based around end game that stuff. They have removed zero content from that game. It's just one activity you can't go and do. And I think they even made it so, like, even if you didn't have those things, you could still do those modes on older maps. You just didn't have access to the new stuff. But, Which is, I get for the new maps, that's fine. But, like, taking away the option to just do Heroic Strikes in general for the... There's no point to Heroic in? Strikes if you don't have... Unless you're building towards something to a certain extent. Like, that's part of the problem. Like, it's the... By having a new piece of content, you, like... There's no reason to do any of the old raids in WoW except because you can do them and you can get cool kind of... Uh, the Tell them the transmorging stuff for your gear. For your gear, beyond uh, that, why would you bother doing them? Is there any well, for me? Well, kind you of you have people who are still doing it. Like you have like movements of people who still do like the uh, they they lock out their characters from any kind of leveling and stuff like that, and they don't have to buy the expansion, and they still do like they they like the uh, was it uh what's it I'm looking for? Uh, hold on. So, but it, what you're describing is a very specific player choice. Like, but uh-huh. the gear they're getting from them doesn't matter if you're kind of progressing through that game normally. Like, it's the, you'll be getting better stuff than just play through the game at that point. Don't bother doing the various end game points throughout the game. Like, I, that's how it works, right? Like, there's no reason for you to, as a, as a, a kind of as a max level character, to go back and play vanilla WoW raids for gear. You can do it because it's fun. Because it's nostalgic, because you can now solo it, because a variety of other reasons. Mm-hmm. But there's no in-game reason aside for like ornamental shit to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm torn on this one. Like, if they want to go full MMO subscription model, that's fine. But like, they got there. There's shit that needs to get fixed if they want to try to pull that off. Oh, I don't think this is great. I'm just the subscription model. I I don't think this is a great stance either. Like it's the what they're doing. It's like it's a, it's it's what they should have been doing all along. And it's like okay, great, you're doing this, but at the same time, like I'm just going. It's like oh, this is not how other games work. It's like yeah, it is. You have it's like Everest doesn't work. The whole the the free to play part of that game that doesn't the, the the monetary part of that game they have in there right now doesn't work because it's shit and no one likes it. The idea of like, hey, here's some premium stuff you'll get to do throughout the year. Like the fucking record books for um, S- uh, um SRL, you had to buy. Mm-hmm. They were like five bucks, and you could do SRL. I think you just didn't. You just couldn't get any of the rewards from it. That's what they're selling, and okay. I think I'm okay with that, so long as that stuff actually happens and doesn't suck. Mm-hmm. And the Forsaken thing is separate, unless you buy kind of one of the bundle deals for it. From the annual pass. So you can buy the Forsaken and do all the Forsaken stuff and then choose to buy the annual pass later or not. Well, I guess I'll just kind of hold, I'm going to hold off on it for now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to end up pre ordering it anyway. Just I, I, like, I want to, I'll I, give him one more chance. Yeah, I'm telling no one to go out and buy this. It's one of those ones where I only bought it because 
I've been saying, if I could have a shotgun for a secondary weapon, I will come back to this game. And now I can have a shotgun for a primary weapon, so fuck it, I'm back. <laughs> I'm still holding out for them adding fucking cross-save, cross-play between the consoles and... Yeah, I, I've given up on the cross-save stuff. I think it's something they should have done, but I also don't think they're ever going to do it. Uh, I, I mainly appreciate Seaside so much more. I, I know you like it more. I, the community for it is bad. Is it? It's the worst I, of the Destiny communities. What? I, I had nothing but good experiences playing It's way PC. smaller than the other ones. Like, it's a dying community. Oh, that's a shit. Well, it's dying because it's it's been shit. Like the the PS4 itself. one's going strong, weirdly enough. PS4 has the same kind of, like, Destiny 2 fanboy attachment that, like, Apple and some of those guys have. You have the hardcore Destiny crowd that will always continue to play Destiny. Yeah, and they're and, on PS4. it has that following. That's what I'm saying, and they're on PS4. Most of the YouTubers went to PC and then went back to PS4. Ah. Uh, like, I, it's, it's not even fanboy. It's, 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 it's just where the people are. Well, that and they also lock out some content only to the PS4. Uh, that's a separate bullshit. topic? Yeah, well then I'm, I'm I don't know I'm probably at the side of point where I don't know if I even want to get it then because I I'm I'm honestly I'm way more into the PC version than I am the console version. Yeah, to be honest, so I don't know. I I think cross save with this would have been a good move. I think it'd been a really good kind of PR relations, kind of make the players feel better about things. Move, but like reality is they don't need to. Like Warframe doesn't have cross console saves either at this point. They had like a migration thing you could pay for at one point. I think. But that was a one-time uh -huh. move only. Like, the reality is, how many games actually have cross-console saves? Minecraft and Rocket League? I mean, cross-platform saves or cross-platform playability? Saves. Saves? I don't know about saves, that's, to be honest. That, that, that's what this would be. I was hoping they'd just be able to merge it up so you can use... Not a goddamn... That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, build a transfer your character from console to console. That's what a cross-console save is. Like, how many games actually even have that? Uh, well, not, not, not a lot of them, because a lot of them, just, just your progression carries over across the board without having to save and then go. Like, Fortnite is, across the board, pretty much the same account. So all the stuff you unlock on Fortnite on Xbox... Okay, so that's one. ...right into the PC, no problem. That's one. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and name a bunch uh, of That's them. what I'm saying, that's there just, aren't many. That's what I'm referring like, to. I can come up with five, I think. Like, there's very few, and... Like, the Fortnite one is because it's microtransactions. Imagine if you had to buy that stuff over and over from version to version. That would be a clusterfuck. Yeah, that's 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 your Destiny 2 news of the week, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a breather for a second. Uh, to stretch out, because that was more heated than I thought that was going to get. We dive into our main topic, which is E3 predictions. Yeah, E3! Yep. We're going to kind of go in order of press conferences. The um, EA one was actually happening while we're recording right now, so I've been very careful to avoid news sites and my kind of news update stuff, and it's killing me a little bit. Uh, what do you think EA's bringing this year? What, what, do you, what does EA have to do for us to like EA or be happy or whatever? Uh, they're going to really, really fucking ride the idea that... Um... Battlefield, was it 5 or whatever, yeah. is going to be like all free maps and everything's purely cosmetic, but you can unlock everything just playing through your game that's no longer pay to win. They're basically going to basically like, ah, we fucked up on Battlefront 2. Yeah. This is how we're going to go about it. And they're literally going to be like, this is what we're doing. And then EA, EA is going to be in this weird alternate universe where they are like 
kind of a good guy in this situation, but people are still a little like, I don't know. Because obviously, you know, they've been hurt before. This is the this is like, oh, don't worry, baby. Things will be different this time, is what EA is doing right now. Yeah. But uh, I'm hmm, uh, I'm going to say, like, it'll be that. Plus, they're going to fucking push Anthem so hard. I, I, I'm really counting on seeing a lot more Anthem stuff. Like, that's, that's what I'm excited about, too. I agree. I think we see a lot of Anthem. I think we see a lot of Battlefield Five. Um, I will put money down that the words Battle Royale mode or something along those lines get mentioned in the first 10 minutes of the EA press conference. They've already said Battlefield 5 is going to have a Royale mode. No, they mode, haven't. What I've heard. No? Oh, no, I'm confusing that with the new Call of Duty. Yep. That's what it is. I, I, yeah. I would assume Battlefield 5 has a Battle Royale mode in it. Like, it's... That's a no-brainer. I think it's someone says battlefield. Someone says battle royale in the first ten minutes of the show. I want to say five, except I think like they those are that first like five. They was like five minutes of like oh we're EA et cetera et cetera. Like if it was straight into the games, I'd say first five minutes of the show. But no, it's it's first ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a Star Wars game there. I'm assuming they like they shit talk the um last year's uh, Madden game because that's what they always do. Um. What do you think we get for new names or new uh, titles or like announcements? I don't know. I'm kind of drawing blanks. I mean, obviously you're gonna have your EA games, sports stuff, like yeah, I wasn't counting Madden. Those. Yeah, those are those are there. Those but will like, be there. Um, I don't know. Well, because like, be honest, like a way out did really well for them last year, so I'm, I I think they might do another. They might have a couple more indie games to throw out or something. Um, like if they said a like um a Dead Space remaster or something or re-release from modern consoles i wouldn't be totally surprised yeah that would work i guess yeah i don't know i i, I think my i can only think about the stuff i'm really caring about i could also believe that the entire press conference will be battlefield 5 anthem like 10 minutes of here's some indie shit we're doing and then sports games like if that's the if that's their conference i wouldn't be totally surprised I don't know. I have a feeling they're really going to try to push Anthem. No, I, I think I, mean, I think Anthem they have their sports, majority of it. You think the majority of it will be sports? No, no. I, I think, but like, like the end of it's always sports. I think it's. I don't know. I I think like Anthem has to be a big chunk of it. Like mm-hmm. maybe they'll announce like a season two for Battlefield Two. I don't know. I, I think I'm just saying like the majority of it is Battlefield Five or Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefield Five and Anthem. And then you have like ten minutes of indie. And then you have the sports stuff, and then they have some big wrap up thing at the end. I, but yeah, I think I agree. I think the majority of it is Battlefield and Anthem, uh-huh. and that Star Wars game they keep talking about. I think that shows up for a minute or two. Maybe I don't know. I'm thinking I, I, maybe this is just all super speculative at this point, but maybe some sort of like big update for Battlefront too. That's what I'm saying. Maybe? I think you get like a season two of Battlefront as part of like the other stuff we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else that I could be. Oh. Maybe rather, let me put it like this. There's nothing else that I would care about yeah. that I can think of. I get that. So, Ready for the next one? Yeah, sure. All right, Microsoft. Um, uh, mostly because I'm looking at, like, we've seen a bunch of like delay notices about this. They're going to announce Crackdown 3 is delayed, I, which I think means there will be nothing for Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown 3 is just a meme at this point. It, it's been delayed again. Yep. I think they try leaning real hard into the PUBG stuff, but I think, it, I think that... Might be a mistake. Um, that weird Hunger Games thing they showed off last year, that'll be back. Um, like last year they had that whole like they don't have Scorpio this year, so I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. I think we see a new Forza game of some kind. I 
Cuphead 2? Mm-hmm. No, that sounds dumb. No, Cuphead 2 is too... That's a little far off. Or maybe they announced development of yeah. it, but not anytime this year. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna be up to. Maybe we see that, um, like, the HoloLens again? Uh-huh. That makes I sense. I can see that. Like, do you think Halo 6 is there? Uh, ooh. If, if Halo 6, I would say, like, that's, ooh, that's, if that's what it, if that gets announced, whoever has kept been involved in that, that's kept that completely fucking silent. Yeah is fucking kudos to that team for not leaking out a single fucking thing about it, but, um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I'm just kinda, hold on. You think they'll have anything else for Sea of Thieves? I think they, I think they have something for Sea of Thieves. I think they have, like, they have that game service they're pushing right now. I bet they do something with that. I bet they, um, announce some more backwards compatibility stuff. Um, I don't even, like, I don't even know what a, like, maybe there's a new Gears of War? Like, what are the Microsoft games at this point? Uh, no. Like, Fuck, what is Microsoft going to do? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Microsoft games are Gears of War, Halo, and Forza, and I think there'll be a new Forza something. I think we're due for Horizons now, but I don't remember how the order goes for that. And, like, I think it's time to announce Halo 6, and it's been, what, three years since the last Gears of War, so maybe there's that too? I don't know. I think they're going to do their, like, like last year, the Hulk we announced forty-two games, and like that happened, and but like a bunch of those forty-two games were like, "Yup, didn't play all forty-two of them. Have no interest in forty-two of them." Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder if they're gonna pimp out some more of their mixer stuff because they just they kind of did an overhaul on their stream uh, platform. Maybe so. I could see some stuff for Mixer being announced or put out there and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You remember a long time ago they talked about kind of putting together this big esports or tournament fake thing. On Xbox Live, did it? Not, I don't think that ever went nah, through. Nah, never it? happened. Yeah, my guess is maybe they'll kind of throw that in there and integrate it with Mixer at some point. That's just uh, as obviously complete, completely speculative because I have no basis for this. But I figured just pull something back and then kind of integrate it into Mixer. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, as far as uh, other predictions, that's all I've got right now for that. I suspect <laughs> you and I will believe Microsoft had the weakest T3 press conference of the big three. Probably, unless they completely fucking blew yeah, my mind. Yeah, that's not me being that's not me being like, oh, I think that's being dismissive. It's just like they haven't wowed me in several years. Next up, Bethesda. Um, I think you have you obviously have Rage Two there. You obviously have Fallout seventy six there. Um, maybe you have something for Doom. For which one? For who? Doom. Yeah, maybe you have Doom too. How long has it been since the last Doom? Uh, like two or three years. I I. I... That could be believable. That could be a thing, actually. Yeah. Um, you probably got something for um, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, there's that space game that they keep talking about every once in a while. Maybe that shows up? I suspect... Which space game? I don't know what it's called. Like, it, it, it's something leaked for it, and it gets like, talked about every once in a while. It's been a, it's been a rumor for a while now, like three or four years, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a totally new IP. It's a space-bound thing. I don't know. Um, I, I think Rage 2 and Fallout 76 is the majority of their show. Yeah, that sounds about right. I can't think of anything else that would be like stand out, like standing yeah. out. I agree. Oh, I got one. Um, Bethesda announces their own um distribution platform. No. Yes. You think? I think so. Yeah. Oh, because they can integrate it with that fucking Bethesda yep. mm-hmm. theme works bullshit, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh. And really, how hard is it to make one of those things so you're not stuck giving Valve a chunk of your royalties? Huh. 
mean, I have too many fucking clients already. I don't. I think you're gonna wind up with more by the end of the next by the end of the decade. Fuck. I guess so. It is what it is at this point. But yeah, um, I don't know. That's that's it. That's a stretch. But I don't leave it past them to like. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I. I if, past uh, that one. If Activision will pull Call of Duty out of Steam and put it on the Blizzard launcher, fucking Bethesda can make their own storefront. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I'm intrigued on that one. That one really kinda catches my attention to be honest. Because I'm like, oh, it's gonna be this shit again. Yep. Another client to To be honest, I don't really play a lot of Bethesda games as it is, so and maybe I won't have another client. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other people out there, Bethesda probably. And I think it'll be like you think uh Fallout 76 would be their first one that they introduced this new client into? I think you come out with Rage. Uh, for the client, I don't know. Now, I think you idea like 76 would be, almost make sense to launch through that. I don't know, though. I... But see, here's the thing, though. Ubisoft has their own client, I know. Like, they have that, that, that thing. But it's still, you can still get their stuff through Steam. You just also have to download their client, add it to your account to run the game. Yeah, but then also, like, once you have the client, do you, like, once I had the client and had to have the client, I started using their client to buy stuff as opposed to Steam because it was like, fuck it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just getting all bloated again. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah, I, that's an interesting prediction. I kind of like it, though. It's it's like, I don't know if they'll do it, but it's, it is interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? Who's next on the list? Um, next up, we have Square Enix. Um, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. Tomb Raider, something about the Final Fantasy VII update, and that Marvel game they're making. I think that's what you get from them. This is Sony, you said? Square Enix. Square Enix? No, Square Enix won't do uh, Kingdom Hearts. Sony will milk the shit out of that. I think Square Enix has Kingdom Hearts, because that's what it's previously been. Well, I know it is, but like, oh, has it always been with Square Enix? I think so. Huh. I figured they'd be doing it since they have that exclusive lockdown with PS4, that they'd be like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Kingdom Hearts, guys. Kingdom Hearts. Hey, 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 hey. Put Kingdom Hearts. So. Sony's been kind of about, like, all their exclusives and stuff that they're doing. I I don't know. You raise a fair point with that, but I don't know. Huh. We'll see. But yeah. Uh, I think that would be it for sure, though. That Definitely the, um, what you had mentioned, the uh, Tomb Raider and all that. But yeah. yeah. Kingdom Hearts, I can see that. They don't have Hitman anymore, so they won't have Hitman. Oh, that's right. They don't. Yeah. So. Who has it now? Um, IOS, they're a separate company. Oh, they, they broke off? Yep. Okay. Um, I can't think of any other one. All right. Top of my head, they'd be like, okay. But All right. Yeah. Ubisoft. Well, obviously Assassin's Creed. Yep, uh, I think the Division 2 is there in Skull and Bones, that pirate game they had. Skull and Bones. Okay. I can see that. Um, hmm. They're not going to do another South Park game. That already came out last year. That didn't go great that for them. Does. No. Um, I think, uh, maybe you're saying for Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, maybe Watch Dogs? Another Watch Dogs? I don't know. Watch Dogs 2 did not do well. Watch Dogs 2 did very well. Did it? Yes. I thought, oh, I'm confusing it with 1, because I know there's a lot of drama. Watch Dogs 1 did very well. What? Am I confusing it with another game? Oh no, there was lots of controversy about Watch Dogs 1. It didn't stop it from doing well. Okay. Like, remember, they still, like, we are we are in that group that care about controversy. The majority of people don't give a fuck about Battlefront or Watchdog 1's, like, controversy or shitty microtransactions or lying renders or shit like that. Like, Okay, fair enough. 
Um, yeah, they're gonna have Just Dance. Uh, Alicia Tyler will be there because why not? Um, there'll be something for Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I want to say For Honor Two, but I don't think that's ever gonna happen. No, For Honor's kind of been in an interesting place, as far as I know. Like, there's still people who play it. Yeah, and it's still being supported, which is kind of cool. But yeah, I can't think of anything else right now that, or at least for For Honor. And I, I'm gonna say the Division Two is the big surprise this year for them. Yeah, I can see that. And you've already there is also part Division Two was part of one of the leaks, wasn't it? Like I think it was just that it was confirmed it was happening. I'm not sure beyond that what's going on with it. Okay. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything else to stick with right now. Moving on from that, Sony. Uh Sony also Kingdom Hearts. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I'll, I'll, I'll give Horizon you this. Zero I, uh, so I think the longest play stuff happens at Square Enix. I think they definitely have Kingdom Hearts in some way at Sony. Yeah, I'm sure they do. There's no way they wouldn't make any mention of it. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, I think Horizon Zero Dawn two. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Maybe just announce that it's being worked yeah. on. M- not necessarily show anything for it, yeah. but like maybe even like say, hey, it's it's being worked on, and maybe you get like it'll give you a little sample cinematic. Yeah. But no actual gameplay. I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. Sony's kind of. Like, after well, the so consoles I, get released, it's kind of a weird, quiet, like... Uh, my guesses are um, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, um, Death Stranding, that, that Kojima game, because they keep doing that every time they have anything going on. Um, Spider-Man, oh, yeah, something that right. comes out this year. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that samurai game they showed off. I think that's there. Um, Last of Us 2, definitely. Um, that The biker zombie apocalypse game. Um, State of Decay? No, it's it hasn't come out yet. It's it's got motorcycles. Uh, whatever that game is, I think that game they, they, the release date for that's been announced for next year. So they have a date, so they're gonna show it and try and get people excited about it. Um, they'll show that that'll be where you get your Destiny Two kind of deep dive presentation. Um, something with God of War maybe, but probably not. Um, God of War? Oh, wait, hold on. Oh yeah, God of War. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought Gears of War. I'm like, what? No. No. Um, hmm. I think they show... I think amp- it's too soon for God of War. I don't know. It's really soon. Like, how long did they take before they announced anything for the Horizon Zero Dawn expansion? Or the the extra story? That was the year later. That That's the E3 after it came out. You're right. Um, I'm not totally convinced they're going to add DLC to God of War, though, either. No, but... Yeah, I don't think they'll have anything in particular. They might be like, yeah, I know you guys enjoyed God of War this year. People go, ah! And then that'll be a thing. Yeah, but... I think that's why I mean the loose thing for God of War being like, we fucking killed it with God of War, and we'd be like, yep, you were right. <laughs> yeah, I, I anything off the top of my head I can think. I, yeah, I don't have anything else I can think of. For, that's the thing, like, it's weird. Like, it's just, it's quiet right now. Yeah. For some of this stuff. I, I think they'll show Anthem at um, Sony's press conference. Just like, yeah, it's coming to this too. We also have Destiny. Um, I feel like I'm missing maybe a real yeah. obvious one. Uh, Ratchet and Clank? Nah, maybe actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Spyro remastered. They're going to show that. Oh, okay. Isn't there a new Spider game, Spider-Man game? Yeah, I mentioned out? that already. Okay. Um, in the Things Charlie Wants category, a new Kill Zone, but that's never going to happen. Which one? A new Kill Zone, but that's never going to happen. Um, like, it's weird. They're, they've showed off some new stuff. Like, they have a new version of Tetris coming. They got this kind of... They're going to have some VR stuff. I keep forgetting about the play. They, have like, they, they showed off this new... They, they have this Road to E3 thing they're doing where they're showing off a new game a day. 
They showed off a Tetris game. They showed off kind of a funky-looking horror game that's got some Twin Peak vibes. It's called, like, Twin Mirror or something. They have uh-huh. this, like, VR giant game where you kind of manipulate stuff. Um, That's been the four they've shown off, or three they've shown off. I, Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. No. Kinda, this has been, it, it, now that I think, it's been kind of... Am yeah. I wrong? Like, um, Quiet's the wrong word. It's just pre-E. Like, it's, it's, it's just pre-E, man. This is how it happens every year. Yeah. Well, so I probably kind of wrap, start wrapping this up some. Um, last but not least, Nintendo. Uh, definitely the fucking Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go E. Yep. Fucking Smash Brothers for sure. I, yep. Um, maybe the actual Pokemon game for um Switch. Oh, like an actual actual one. Maybe just a name or something. But I think they have to do something with that. Um, some more Labo stuff. Maybe it's like, if they're getting Diablo 3 port to that, so maybe that. Mm. Um, I don't think their version of um, Dark Souls is out yet. Oh, really? That got delayed. That's true. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. Hmm, Nintendo. Nintendo's a weird one because everybody's always talking about, like, oh, shit, ah, Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely thinking, well, obviously, what's, that, what's the, the paint game they do? Splatoon, that came out last year. I think we have another year before new Splatoon. Okay, they might talk about it. I'm Maybe, sure. yeah. Fucking and arms how... is gonna be there, brother. Yeah, arm. Oh yeah, arms too, baby. Fuck that game. <laughs> um, maybe announce. This is this is totally now speculative at this point. That's what this has always been. Uh, special edition Switch that is kind of announced as a bundle for Smash Brothers. Considering they do that with the DS is so fucking often, where they're like, oh. Special DS with the Zelda Shield would not surprise me if they got something uh, that's like a special collector's edition of the Switch with uh, Smash kind of embedding and things like that. They've already done that, I think. For the new Smash, I think so. I haven't seen anything about that. If they do, if they haven't, I'm sure they will. If they have, then good on them, I guess. It'd be a good way to get people to get that. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, I got one. We didn't mention uh, Metroid Prime, I think, is there this year. Really? Metroid Prime? Yeah, Metroid Prime be... 4 coming. It's in development. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm down with that. Yeah. I think that'd be a good one. So, yeah, I can't think of anything else in particular, but, yeah, I think that would be a good one right there. I think that would pretty much be their whole show. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, 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 they do that hour-long pre-recorded thing every year, so, yeah. There you go. When is Nintendo's conference? Actually, I gotta pull up a schedule and see when all the conferences. We did have an order. Uh, today Nintendo's is... is on Wednesday. Uh, EA's is happening now. Most of them happen on Monday. I think Bethesda yeah. and Microsoft happen tomorrow. Okay, I will definitely be watching those and checking those out. But yeah, I'm curious to see how many of our predictions actually come true. Yeah, we did... I mean, we have a few of the given ones, but like the ones out there, like the Bethesda client or Ten Minutes Before Battle Royale gets mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Do I have anything else for Nintendo? Um, nah. Yeah. I don't have anything else either. Yeah. I'm seeing some stuff right now, what's coming out right now. I happen to get, catch an eye, but looks like there's a... Don't tell me! Okay, I won't tell you then. I want to go watch it in a couple bits. But so, I guess if that's it, uh, we have no emails this week, or no emails we're going to read this week. I, I may have saved a couple for next week. Um, I'm still mulling over one of them, of whether or not I'll just respond to you offline or mention it in the podcast. But uh, if you wanted to contact us, Alex, how do we go about doing that? 
you can reach us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spells it sounds down the show notes, etc., etc. Um, have a good E3. Uh, may all your predictions come true and you be happy with what we see and EA not totally fuck us this year. Yeah, and if you're going to be at E3, um, I know I won't be there this year. I don't think Charlie's going to be there this no. year. So we won't be there, but we'll be watching all the new stuff. But since it is open to the public again, I'd like to just publicly say out there, uh, you're there with fellow gamers. Be nice to each other. At the same We're time, all there if for... you are there and you paid to be there this year, please send us an email describing how you feel about that because That's I am curious. Yes. I would love to hear about your experience. I mean, I'm an LA native, so I already know kind of the area and this and that, but I'd love to hear somebody who, like, I've gone there with industry, uh, but I'd love to hear somebody who paid there to be there as just a public attendee. Let us know what your experience is like. I We would love to hear from yeah. you. So, um, but yeah, overall, though, just uh, be be nice to each other, folks. Uh, we're all there. We're all passionate about video games. Let's make a good impression. There's a lot of bullshit that happens, the stereotypes with the gaming uh, industry and the people that follow it, but let's uh let's be good to each other, dudes. That's all I can say. Yeah. Nothing about pimp before we close it out this week. Uh, I've got nothing to pimp right now, considering I did my you know I'm I'm getting packed yeah. up right now. But if you want to check me out, I do have some old stuff I I obviously uploaded and some old stuff I you know streamed. But if you want to check out my social media and follow my adventures, uh, you can find me on Mave Online, uh, M A V E Online. All together, no spaces, no hyphens or underscores uh, on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Obviously, That's my me. arm is getting in the way of me doing basically anything, so I'm not going to lie about even doing anything on the, cha- uh, the studio this week, but yeah, that, that's still in progress. No videos, etc., etc. Podcast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. You want to take us out this week? Sure, I'll take us out. <clears throat> Give the medal. Yeah.